It's time for Outside the Box with Lincoln Stars head coach Rocky Russo and Lincoln Stars broadcaster Joel Norman on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. Welcome back to another edition of Outside the Box here on 93.7 The Ticket, being brought to you again by Raising Canes. I'm Lincoln Stars broadcaster Joel Norman, and filling in for Rocky tonight, we've got one of his two assistant coaches, Mike Zanella, joining us. And Mike, welcome into Outside the Box. Should be a fun one here tonight. Joel, thanks for having me. Look forward to uh, chatting on air with you here. A couple of fun games last weekend. As the top two teams in the Western Conference, I don't know if we spent enough time hyping that up. We'll have to ask Harrison, our producer, about <laughs> that last time. I don't know if we hyped it up enough, but it, and it kind of lived up to it. Two good games. Obviously, Friday wasn't the way the Stars wanted it to go, losing by a 4-1 to score, but they sure bounced back last Saturday with a 2-1 to win. Mike, what were your takeaways from the weekend? It was a battle, and, and Rocky, I think he correctly phrased it as it was playoff-like all weekend. Definitely had a playoff feel to it. Um, you know, a lot on the line, two top teams going at it. Uh, it's always a, always a fun fun weekend for that. Um, so it was good. You know, we learned a lot about our group. I think our group grew a, a whole heck of a lot from Friday to Saturday, um, you know, and, and without even a practice. So hats off to our players for making adjustments and, uh, you know, be able to work with, with the staff and, and what we're looking for and, uh, you know, implementing the, the new strategies and, and things we're looking for. So it was great. We have not had a lot of instances this season where you guys play the same team on Friday as on Saturday. How nice was that to kind of know after Friday, not not the result we wanted, but we've got a chance the same team again tomorrow and maybe we're feeling good that we can get them. Yeah, no, that's great. You know, usually you got to wait a few weeks, if not a month or two, to uh, – get some revenge on, on an enemy or an opponent but uh with the quick turnaround it was great um you know at the end of the day it's about us and what we're doing and, and things that we want to change or adapt or um, improve about our game but it's nice when you got the same opponent and you know what to expect the next night I mean, it's fresh on your mind too so it's good yeah it was a great bounce back win and special teams i think were the story of the weekend the two power play goals last saturday for the stars Klaus weinberg's got the first one and then henry nelson eventually got the game winner and the PK just uh, continues to chug along. Top PK unit in the USHL, a perfect weekend. I, I like to ask about that. You know, What do you see going well on the PK? It's, it's easy to say, well, they're, just, they're killing everything. But what little things is this PK unit doing that's leading to success, Mike? I think the first word that comes to mind for me is sacrifice. Um, guys are sacrificing their bodies. They're, they're playing fearless hockey on the PK. Sometimes teams are a little timid to block shots and things like that. Um, our PK unit is not afraid to block shots. Um, they're not at all. Uh, and then the next word would come to mind is habits. So we really try to instill good habits in the guys as far as stopping and starting, not circling, can't turn your back to the play, leading with your stick, always having your head up, know who's the one-timer threat, things like that. So, uh, you know, between between the two, it's a, it's a pretty powerful combination, and we got a lot of smart guys that are willing to put the team first, and hats off to them for, for what they've done so far. It's been great. One of three teams without a shorthanded goal, despite being that top penalty killing unit. I keep thinking we're going to see it at some point. There were a couple of chances over the weekend where I thought we might get one, a couple different breakaway chances, but uh, still looking for that first one here. We're just underway here on Outside the Box, brought to you by Raising Canes on 93.7 The Ticket. I'm Joel Norman, alongside the Lincoln Stars head coach Mike Zanella. After last weekend's weekend split against the Fargo Force, the Stars fell by 4-1 to score last Friday, but bounced back the next day, defeating the Force by a 2-1 to score and Mike continuing with the the importance of that victory you had a couple of guys who were banged up you get some guys who are 
in and out of the lineup, injuries, and now we're starting to have guys go for these World Junior tournaments. Tanner, Tanner Ludke will be out this weekend. He's got the World Junior A Challenge. Obviously, best of luck to him. First pre- The first exhibition game of that is going to be Friday. First preliminary game is next Sunday. I'm sure you guys will be watching that, as I will. That'll be a lot of fun. And then after this Friday, you lose Klaus Weinbergs. Marion Moscow, after Saturday, is out. So a lot of moving pieces right now. Talk to me about the roster in that sense. It's, it's an adjustment period for you guys as well, I imagine. Yeah, no, absolutely. I think first and foremost, we're extremely fortunate to have the guys that we have and hats off to uh, our whole staff, our GM, Rocky, everybody that's been involved with the, with the scouting component um, to have the quality of players that we have and, and losing them to these big tournaments, international tournaments. I mean, that's it's a blessing. It's a blessing to have these guys. So, uh, you know, the fact that we're losing them for a couple of weeks is, is a big hit to our lineup for sure. But I think at the, at the same time, we're very deep and we've got some guys that haven't been getting some maybe power play time or as many minutes as they wanted. Um, and this is a time for them to step up and it's already began. You've already seen guys doing that. And, uh, you know, as some guys have been unhealthy and on the IR, other guys are getting healthy. You guys like Dash Oliver's back now. He, he's full swing. He's he's flying out there. This was his best weekend. Definitely Saturday night was one of his best games I've seen. I've seen him play since being here. So, uh, you know, when one door closes, another door opens, and there's a ton of opportunity and playing time now for these for these other guys. So, and that's the nice thing. It has been nice to see some other guys move into different roles. One guy who shifted up his roles a little bit has been Brendan Ali, and I know Rocky's mentioned this before. He's a natural center, but he began the season primarily on the wing they've moved him to center a little bit and it, it's kind of worked out I think he's looked pretty natural there which certainly helps out when you've got a winger and we've got a lot of those wingers who can move from the wing to center but it, how nice is that to have so many versatile players like that Jared Mangan's another one Michael Messick I mean the list goes on and on with these forwards who can kind of alternate between the wing and center yeah no it's great um in some ways it really makes your life easier as a coach uh, you know obviously Rocky it's it's his final call on the lineup and stuff but when you have players that are in and out of the center position and are comfortable there um, it gives you some breathing room as a coaching staff to to you know feel comfortable with who's going to be going next and things like that and shifting the lineup up once in a while um, and, and also like when it comes to power play and special teams you got guys that have played on special teams all their life that maybe aren't getting those minutes right now and, and now they're going to get those minutes moving forward with with some of the other guys out so again that's another huge opportunity for these guys and it's 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 really exciting so Stars assistant coach Mike Zanella joining me. I'm Joel Norman. This is Outside the Box being brought to you by Raising Canes on 93.7 The Ticket. For the Stars this weekend, they will be on the road on Friday night taking on the Sioux Falls Stampede at the Denny Sanford Premier Center. It will be a 7.05 p.m. puck drop on Friday, followed up by Saturday. It's Down Syndrome Night at the Icebox as following the 6.05 p.m. game, the Stars' specialty jerseys that they will be wearing that evening will be auctioned off, so you don't want to miss that one. Tickets available at lincolnstars.com. Sioux Falls Friday, Mike, they've been a little bit plucky this season. They're kind of in that lower third of the Western Conference standings, but as we continue to see throughout the season, as they took a couple of games last weekend against Waterloo, and we knew what they did to the Stars a few weeks ago, every team in this this conference continues to be a legitimate team. You can't take anyone off despite their record. What do you think has been the trouble for the Stars against Sioux Falls this season? Uh, I guess I'm in particular. I think our, our problem has been a little bit of consistency and, and being on the road. I think there's new rinks and stuff like that, and some of our guys are getting adjusted. Sioux Falls has a beautiful rink. It, it's uh, state-of-the-art, as, as you saw. Um, but at the end of the day, I think really we just got to learn how to play 60 minutes night in and night out, and, and we really got that Saturday night. So that was the biggest difference from us from Friday to Saturday was – we both came, we came out of the, came out of the gate hot both nights. And then, you know, 
Friday, things didn't really go our way a little bit and uh, we kind of got pushed on our heels and we never really bounced back where, you know, that was a big conversation Saturday morning before the game was, hey guys, like whether we're up three goals or down three goals, we're going to play the same way. We're going to play Lincoln Stars hockey all night long and regardless of the score, nobody should even know what the score is based on the way we play and uh, that's just the mindset going forward and going into the next weekend. And of course, we remember what happened last time we were there. And you know, there was some popcorn flying in the bench after when they, they scored their third or, or fourth or fifth goal. And you know, guys, don't forget that. But at the end of the day, you know, we we really are about ourselves and our process and, and things that we want to focus on and things that we can control. So that's that's what we're looking forward to the most is just building on the good thing we got going. So last time you guys faced Sioux Falls was two weekends ago. It was the Saturday after Thanksgiving and. It was a situation where you had played three games in four days. That was the final game. Fatigue was understandable. But I think what's impressive is you look back at this past weekend, anytime there's a back-to-back, any level of hockey, I think there's the assumption that you know, you're going to be pretty fatigued by the end of that second, that second, later second and third period of the second game of that stretch. But you guys played some of your best hockey of last weekend in the later stages of last Saturday. So I thought that was a huge sign that – there is no excuse. It doesn't matter if it's a back-to-back. Did you notice something like that as well? No, I think that those those busy weeks where you got three or four games in a, in a tight crunch there, it builds you up. You know, if you're smart about it, and, and, and Rocky's really smart, and Corey, um, you know, working with our guys on the physical aspect, and, uh, you know, you're able to, to build during that time, right? Build up your team, and then, you know, you, you take rest seriously when it's needed, and um, going into the next weekend, I thought we were flying. I thought both games, like I said, we, we came flying out of the gate. Luckily, Saturday, we were able to, to, to sustain it like we wanted to. But, no, I completely agree with you that it definitely was a different animal for us, and we looked pretty well in shape at this point. So Yeah. So looking to defeat Sioux Falls for the first time, third meeting of the season with them coming up on Friday. Saturday, a familiar opponent, as we, we would say. Uh, fourth time, Four times already playing Tri-City. You're going to face them at home on Saturday. That'll be the first game of three consecutive against the Storm. In fact, it'll begin a stretch where you play them four times of your next five games. So you're certainly going to see a lot of familiarity. And, Mike, I'm sure you remember back in, what was that, mid-October. I think it was the home-and-home. And, and boy, by the end of that second game, you could tell the teams were pretty sick of each other. So (laughs) I imagine tensions will be a little bit high over the next couple of weeks, I, I would assume, just with that much time against each other. Yeah, for sure. I mean, look, you look at our you look at our schedule. We're playing teams over ten times. You know, the same team over ten times. So, uh, you know, that's that's for sure gonna to stir some animosity and, and throughout the game. But again, at the end of the day, like we're we're focused on Friday night. That's all that really matters right now. And long term, we know what's coming. But in the short term, all, all we really care about is preparing for Friday. And um, then Saturday, it doesn't matter who's on the ice again. We're, we're going to come out swinging and, and make sure we don't quit for 60 minutes. And hopefully we, we should like the result. So One of your res- your roles as an assistant coach, Mike, is you, you do a lot of video work. You know, it's clipping stuff for players, clipping stuff for Rocky to look at as well. When you see a team this much, do you in a way, are you in a way as excited? Because you can probably notice certain things they're doing a lot better from all that time looking at the film. Is it kind of nice being over the middle of a game being like, you know, Hey, I've seen this before. I know exactly what's coming as it happens. Yeah, it's been interesting. You know, watching the same teams, um, you know, multiple times now. At the same time, you know, coaches in this league are elite. They're really good. They're constantly looking for ways to make their help their teams improve and and make things better, especially on the special teams and stuff. So, um, you know, if I think for one second I can just go based off an old game, I'm 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 kidding myself. So by no means do we ever do that. We're always watching the latest games and seeing what they're doing. Uh, but honestly, Joel, a lot of our film is based on us and, and what we're looking at and things that we can improve. 
groove and and then a lot of nhl stuff in division one we pull a lot of stuff from there and um you know i'm constantly learning and, and that's a great thing about rocky he's constantly looking for ways to learn and you know he's he's very successful he's been very successful but I think what makes him successful is he, he doesn't just sit back and say, oh, I know it all. I know everything. Yeah. You know, he's constantly looking for ways to improve. And um, that's what makes this group special. And, and it's fun to be around because we're all just hungry to improve and, and look for ways to, to gain an edge. Take fans into the locker room or maybe more specifically into the coach's room. When you're doing video work with a player, maybe one-on-one, what are some things that maybe they're asking you? What are some things you try to make a point to say, you know, hey, this is something I notice? Or, you know, take, take fans behind the scenes a little bit. So I think the big thing with us and, and any younger player is really you, you want to distill good habits in them, uh, making sure that they're, they're really in good positioning. They're giving themselves a chance to make a good decision on the ice. You know, in the, in the speed of the game, the way it is today, you can't, go, you can't make decisions for people, right? So you want to arm them with all the tools necessary to make sure they're making quality decisions in, in a split second that they're out there. Uh, you know, from the bench, I can't yell and tell them what to do all over the ice, uh, and, and nor would I ever want to do that by any means. But um, you got to really arm these kids with with the tools to understand what the situation and what their what their choices are, and and then during the the, the moment of the game, they want to go out and make that decision themselves. So, I mean, a lot of video we do. Uh, you know, for every negative clip, I try to find at least one or two positive clips. You know, it's it's a learning experience, and we want to make sure we're building on the positive and reinforcing the positive. Um, and not just dwelling on mistakes. I don't really think that gets you too far. I think these, these kids, and I should say these guys, these young men, all know when they don't do something right. They don't need to be whipped or, or beaten down, right? More times than not, they're harder on themselves than anybody. So they need mm-hmm. to be built back up and, and make sure you're in reinforcing the, the good things too. So We see a lot of that with guys. I see a lot. Of, I suppose where you see guys, they can be kind of hard on themselves. Maybe it's watching film on the bus on the way back from a game. How If you feel like a guy's down as an assistant, what are some things you kind of do to try to bring them up a little bit? Yeah, I think just leading off of what we were talking about, you want to find the positives in their game and you want to make sure, you know, that, that they remember what a great player they are and that they're here for a reason. They wouldn't be here if they weren't extremely talented. And, uh, you know, get back to what makes them successful. That's the big thing is say, what what makes you who you are? You know, I don't want to change who you are. I don't want to change the kind of player you are. I want you to build on your strengths. And obviously we'll work on the weaknesses and help round you out. But you know, when things aren't going well, let's simplify a little bit and let's get back to what, what you do really well and, and, and just focus on that and the good things. We're chanting Lincoln Stars Hockey here on 93.7 The Ticket as this is Outside the Box being brought to you by Raising Canes. I'm Joel Norman. We're joined by Stars assistant coach Mike Zanella. Around the corner, we're going to have Wyatt Olson, a forward on the Stars, as well as defenseman Antonio Fernandez joining us. But Mike, this is your first season at the helm. And for those who maybe aren't as familiar with you, uh, take them through your journey, what it's been like here. You've been and Lincoln about as long as I have, a little bit longer, but you know, either way, it's, it's a new experience for you after a, a change, uh, of course. Uh, talk to fans about your experience through coaching and what it's been like being here with the Stars so far. Yeah, no, it's been fun uh, getting adapted to everything here with you, Joel. I think we've become pretty good buddies in Harrison. We like to hang out quite a bit. So, uh, no, I mean, the, the adjustment's been great. Coming from uh, Elmira College, Division three school, uh, based out of the southern tier in New York, you know, when I got there, um, I was there for five years. When I got there, the program had missed the pro- playoffs, or sorry, they were under 500 four out of the five years. So we had our work cut out for us a little bit. And by the time I left, we were back to back NCAA contenders. And uh, unfortunately, one year got cut short due to COVID. But last year, we attended, uh, lost in the first round, but we were very excited to get the program back to where it belonged. And 
um, head coach Aaron Saul and I worked really hard together and our administration there was, was great in support. So um, we did a great job there. It was a lot of fun. And then the year before that was my first year coaching at Skidmore College with Rob Hutchison. He was an unbelievable human, um, extremely smart, one of the hardest workers I've ever been around and just a guy that won't take no for an answer. He's going to figure out a way. He's going to figure out how to get it done and, and nobody's going to stop him no matter how many tries it takes. And he's built that program into a national contender as well. And so I've been super fortunate to work for the, the two guys I did and, and be part of the two schools and programs and um, really close with a lot of those guys still. They text me quite a bit. We go back and forth about things and mostly just joking around, not too much seriousness anymore. But um, it was a great journey at Division Three, and now I'm super excited to be here working with our guys and helping them uh, move on and, and better their own lives and careers. As you made a shift in your coaching career, what made joining the Lincoln Stars and maybe even more specifically the USHL so enticing for you? I think first and foremost, it was the players, uh, getting to work with NHL caliber players. Some guys are drafted, other guys that are, are going to be going there regardless of their draft status um, was extremely exciting. These guys are very, very driven human beings. They, they're really disciplined in what they want to do. They know what they want and they work extremely hard to get there. And then the second component was really the coaching staff. Um, you know, I didn't know much about the town or a little bit about the league, but I was able to do some homework on the coaching staff. And, and I saw that they won just about everywhere they've been. And, um, you know, they've been through the trenches. It's not like they had anything handed to them. They don't have these rich hockey bloodlines that uh, things were handed to them by any means. They, they fought and clawed their way and figured it out. And um, that was extremely exciting to me. And, and I, I talked to quite a few people about them and, and did some homework and, all, all signs were uh, go. So here I am. I sold my truck. I packed up my stuff. I drove out west. My fiance isn't too happy with me for some, some days, but uh, <laughs> she comes out to visit quite a bit. So it's, it's, it's all good. And she really enjoys her time when she's here. So it's, it's obviously worked out very well with the team success as well. So far, everything's been working very well. What's been the biggest difference that you've noticed between coaching a specific college hockey program versus a junior hockey program obviously the goal is to get these guys to these college hockey programs but they're maybe run a little bit differently or are they explain you know if there are any differences that you've noticed I think the biggest difference is the amount of games played um, you know college you're playing anywhere from you know 30 to 40 games where and, and that's including playoffs and an NCAA run Whereas here, you know, you're playing 60, 62 regular season games. So uh, there's a lot more video. <laughs> uh, no, it, it, there's just a lot more time with the guys here. You know, they don't have school per se in person. Some of the younger mm-hmm. guys take some online online schooling. And uh, we've, we're, we're uh, at study hall with them too. So uh, you're, you're constantly with the guys here from about 8 a.m. to about 5 p.m. So um, a lot more one-on-one interaction, a lot mm-hmm. more time to help them learn and, and really get to know people at the end of the day. It's it's a two-way street, and I learn just as much from these guys some days as, as I'm, I'm sure they learn from us. So um, it's a lot of fun. It's it's definitely a learning environment. It's a developmental environment. And like I said, it's not only the players learning. The coaching staff's con- constantly looking for ways to learn. And, um, you know, Rocky and I were talking tonight about a podcast that came out and, and some stuff from there that, that we thought was pretty interesting. And I'm sure we'll, we'll get to the job board tomorrow with art and art will have some great ideas and and it's just fun it's 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 a really fun environment to learn and and keep bouncing ideas off each other what i always say to people that i love about junior hockey is it has that professional feel to it yeah like you mentioned there are guys who are doing some classes but for the most part they're full-time hockey players and i think maybe it's something a lot of guys realize right now and they're thrilled by it maybe it's something they realize in a few years wow that was that was really special is that something that you enjoy working with guys who pretty much their sole focus is and should only only be really hockey 
Yeah, no, it's it's a lot of fun, and I think it'll really start to hit them hard when they're uh, freshman year. They got an eight a.m. Monday morning class, and they're thinking, "Wow, you know, I used to be stretching out or uh, yep. just rolling out of bed or rolling into the rink at this time." So uh, they'll learn that. They'll learn that. But uh, for the most part, no, it's great. I mean, these guys don't really take it for take it for advantage. They come prepared, but um, no, it's it's a lot of fun to be doing be doing this for sure. We're coming up on a stretch where the holiday break is right around the corner. It's a about a, almost a week off of games between when I think it's December 17th, I believe, is the last game prior to a stretch of a week without any games. Uh, I'm sure guys are looking ahead to it. I'm sure a lot of people are. You know, it's just that time of the year for a lot of businesses. How are you keeping the team locked in on the objective, the four games that are ahead prior to that point? Yeah, no, it's not an easy thing to do. I think a lot of a lot of teams are a lot of kids are looking forward to break. You know, it's been a long few months as far as amount of ice time and, and workouts and the guys have been working hard. But um, again, I think our focus is is right in the process and making sure every day, you know, games are won during the week, not on the weekends. Right? The games are played on the weekend, mm-hmm. but they're won during the week. So, uh, you know, we're really just putting all our all into practice and we're not deviating from anything. We still got our, mon- our, our morning film sessions followed up by our pre-skills and then our practice and our afternoon skills and either our workout or our speed skills. So we're, uh, we got very busy days and yeah. so guys can't be looking uh, any further than today or into tomorrow morning. So. Um, I'm sure everybody's got their flights booked. They got their travel plans set up. They they know what they're doing. I'm sure they've talked to some buddies. Um, but but we're living in the now. We're living in the here. And, and, and our only focus right now is getting ready for Sioux Falls. So. Yeah, and it certainly will be even happier holidays if you get eight points going into it as well. So absolutely, that absolutely. would be the goal right now as well. Let's talk a little bit about the guys who are about to join us here. Wyatt Olson and Antonio Fernandez, both guys who saw some action last year with the team. A little bit different. Wyatt had more of a cameo. Antonio more a regular last season uh, i'll start with wyatt olson uh, what what have you noticed from him he's been able to jump between roles started out kind of as an extra skater he's found a lot of consistency staying on lines and seems like he's only improving a little bit with each game what have you liked about his game this season yeah being one of the younger guys on the team um you know you never really know what to expect from the young guys like you hold them to a high standard but you got to be patient with them and make sure that they're they're taking their time and, and, and getting their feet wet and stuff but why it's why it's great you know no matter where Wyatt is in the lineup he's never complaining you know he could be on the first line one night and and you know on a different line the next and and, and his work ethic is the same so uh you know I think sometimes the younger guys are a little timid like they're like they shouldn't be scoring or they shouldn't be uh having too much success and we're like why you, you come out here you can score as many goals as anybody out here like go out and you know do your thing buddy and, and he's been great honestly he's he's been awesome he's done everything we've asked of him and I think he's a kid that you know you, you may not notice every night on the score sheet but he does a lot of good things and he's learning and growing and his defensive game has gotten so much better and he's learning to use his body at this level and a lot of things for young guys that are difficult you know it's difficult to be physical with guys that are four or five years older than you three four years older than you so he's making all those adjustments and um, all the points and all that stuff that all comes that's nothing that we're ever worried about we're never worried about that with our guys we're worried about playing the right way and uh, you know before you know what things flood in and now you're saying where did this kid come from you know so I, I'm really excited for Wyatt's future because his, his progress here has been awesome and he's, he's an unbelievable kid so I love working with him every day you're number two for Antonio Fernandez he wears the alternate captain a this year one of four players and boy has he and several of the other guys really needed to have some leadership because of some of the injuries we've had. Uh, Doug Grimes has been out for a while. Mason Marcellus has missed the last three games. So some of these guys have had to really step up in that leadership role. What have you taken away from Antonio's play this season? 
I think the big thing with Antonio is just his work ethic. I mean, he's always in the gym. He's always on the ice. He's always looking to get better. You know, he doesn't necessarily going to be the, the hoorah guy in the locker room, but he's going to do it through his work ethic. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think the guys all respect that right out of the gate. You know, nobody's on the ice more than him. Nobody's skating longer than him. Nobody's out there before him. Nobody gets off after him. And, uh, you know, with that alone, I think guys realize like, okay, you know, I, I got to put the work in here. You know, he's, so it's it, that, that part has been the, the number one most impressive thing. And then just as on ice play, if you watch him, he's an extremely good skater. Um, he sees the ice very well. I learned today that he was a forward for a long time. And oh, really? now it, 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 it makes it, sense. He it, jumps up in the, he in does. the zone he a lot. He sees the ice like a forward. He really does. Yeah. He's smart. He understands the playmaking ability part of it. Um, and it helps him retrieving pucks. It helps him going back on pucks and, and helping break things out. So uh, he's been great. He's been awesome. You know, we've moved him around on the power play. He's been super receptive to that. And because of we got we got rewarded this weekend because of that so it's been awesome to work with him yeah it's been nice and i'm looking forward to having those two on in just a moment mike thank you for joining us and hey, enjoy the rest of your evening let's get some more wins this weekend thank you as well thanks again for having me guys of course that was the assistant coach of the lincoln stars mike zanella joining us i'm joel norman and we will take a quick break when we come back we'll be joined by stars defenseman antonio fernandez and forward wyatt olson this is outside the box being brought to you by raising canes on 93.7 the ticket